your ties too wide. Maybe I should buy some old tab collars. Welcome back to the age of jive. Where have you been hiding out lately, honey? You can't dress as trash until you spend a lot of money. The issue is right now Joe Biden is president. Yep. So I would like both of you to give a grade to Joe Biden overall as president. Governor Newsom, a. I'll give A. An A, absolutely. Governor DeSantis. master failed. And a failure, yeah. okay. So Joe Biden's the best, Joe Biden's the worst. But are there differences between you? <laughs> what about the president's mental capacity? Is Joe Biden experiencing this cognitive decline? Is it a danger to the country? Do you find when he speaks, what is your reaction to it? Yes, he's in decline. Yes, it's a danger to the country. He has no business running for president. And, you know, Gavin Newsom agrees with that. He won't say that. But that's why he's running his shadow campaign. Uh, he should not be running. Uh, he is not up to the job. Uh, and it is dangerous for this country. Well, I'll take, I'll, I will take Joe Biden at 100 versus Ron DeSantis any day of the week at any age. In fact, all so of the you folks think, you think on the campaign You think he's up to the job? Yeah. You think he's 100%? I've been spending 100%? plenty of time with Joe 100%? Biden okay. in private So, fascinating. Again, I do want to give credit where credit is due. Uh, Gavin Newsom is the slipperiest of debaters. He's very, very gifted at reframing, reorienting, uh, you know, working around the issue, deflecting. And, and it shows in a case like this. In, on the question, is Joe Biden's cognitive capacity declined and or a danger to the country? His answer is, think about the brilliance of this answer. I would take Joe Biden 19 years from now, 100, 100 years old, over Ron DeSantis at any age and any of the Republicans on the stage. But that is not an answer to the question. Right? That's not an answer to the question. I mean, it might be an answer implied to the he's not a, a threat to the country. But all he's really saying is, yeah, but no matter how bad Joe Biden is, he's way better than all y'all, <laughs> which is not an answer, right? Now, he does come back and say when pressed, you know, oh, he's 100%, he's fantastic, he's wonderful. Okay. I mean, surely he doesn't actually believe that. But he shows throughout this debate last night that he is willing to play swift, fast, loose, and I've never even seen the truth from here with the facts, right? And... Which, again, very good at debating in the sense that I think as a presentation to an uninformed audience, it might have sounded like, well, you know, the facts seem to be sort of on his side, at least some of the time. Yeah, I, I, I know the facts, and Hannity kept bringing up the facts, and he kept just pretending like they weren't even true. So on the facts, who wins the debate? I mean, clearly DeSantis. On the presentation, on the skill, on the likability, a draw slash favoring Newsom. But I, it gave me an idea I was thinking about this last night, and somebody had texted in a very similar thought today, so I want to give credit. You know, same, They had the same idea. I thought, you know, honestly, what I would like to see, I would like to see Nikki Haley in this debate. I don't mean with them. I mean, like, part two red state versus blue state, Nikki Haley versus Gavin Newsom. Now, I don't know that Gavin Newsom is necessarily the best person for it, but I like doing it with him again because it's a control group. I would like to see conservative Republican candidates in a debate not against each other, but against somebody, you know, from the left. In fact, it gives me the idea for a whole new kind of debate where instead of candidates debating each other, you 
put the candidates up against like a control group representative of the other viewpoint. Now, I know that's normally going to be the other camp, but sometimes you don't have the other camp. And obviously, Biden is not going to engage in these debates with the candidates, the nominee, you know, until they're actual nominees. And even then, who knows, right? I don't know. Just it, it gave me the, like what I was hoping for. And this didn't happen last night. What I was really hoping for would be a good articulation of liberal versus conservative, of, you know, small, limited government versus big, expansive government. And, you know, sort of some of that came out. What it really wound up devolving to was your state sucks. Well, your state sucks worse. You know, like it was kind of the you got more poverty than we've got or our, our unemployment is lower than yours. And, you know, I killed fewer people during COVID than you did. And, and OK, but I would have rather seen that turned into a. And here's why our management of COVID works so much better, because we believe in liberty. We believe in freedom. We believe in allowing people to get out and enjoy their economic lives. And so. Though our deaths were comparable to yours in California, what we did is, we, and he did say this, but I don't know, I, I kind of want the the philosophy to come out of it a little bit more. So I would love to see how a Nikki Haley would interact with Gavin Newsom. I would love to see how a Chris, oh God, Chris Christie versus Gavin Newsom, <laughs> or Vivek Ramaswamy one-on-one with Gavin Newsom. I mean, that'd be fun. They could, they could do a whole series. The other thing is, you know, a lot of the sound bites, I said this before, but it's worth mentioning again. The sound bites is what you're going to hear on the news instead of the substance, which is unfair. And I'm not really playing a lot of the, you know, the, the deep cuts here. I will hear in just a second play a couple more. But, um, you know, you're going to hear the you're a bully, you're a bully. Eh, who cares? I mean, who cares? Oh, you should drop out and let Nikki, let, you know, uh, Nikki try to beat Trump. Eh, who cares? You know, neither one of us is going to be the nominee for our party. One liners are not in- interesting to me. They do, you know, the eight second sound bite does make the news. Who cares? That's not what this was about. This was about why are people fleeing California for Florida? Despite, I just could not believe, you know, when you talk about possession of the facts or distance from them, that uh, Gavin Newsom was willing to really talk about California as if people are leaving Florida to go to California. Out of California and going to red state. You mean, hold on, you you mean the, the, the last two years? More Floridians going to California than Californians going to Florida. No, I, I put up on. I put that's up on just, the by the way, that's going to be fun to fact check. So we'll just start right there. That was the first thing I looked up. Hey, look, a governor of the you know big state of California says fact check me, so I fact check him. Yeah, he's false. <laughs> it's just wrong. The L.A. Times literally came out with an article two days ago with numbers that are the exact opposite. That some people have moved from Florida to California, but far more have moved from Florida from California to Florida, as we all know is true. So I, it's just, it was weird. Somebody to stand up there and be like, "I'm a lie. You can fact check me." It, okay, you lied. Seven seventeen on News Radio ninety two three. Jake's got traffic for us. Jake. Yeah. Highway 97 in Molino, if you're uh, taking the kids to Molino Elementary, it's going to be backed up in both directions in front of the school as the kids get dropped off. Making matters worse in that area, the traffic light down the road at the Highway 29 Atmore Cutoff is stuck green uh, going north and south on Highway 29. So getting over to the elementary school to drop kids off could be a little dicey getting through that intersection because the light just will not turn for you. Uh, headed that direction. Um, I-10 and I-110, though, checking in clear. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze, Navarre, and Winhaven, no accidents reported. Highway 90 at Beulah Elementary School. Uh, we have a school zone happening there, so just use caution in that area. If you have any traffic info to report, 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Back to this debate. Uh, somebody says, uh, Hannity never had control of this debate. Moderators should turn off mics uh, of those the question's not directed to. Yeah, there's there's all kinds of things they could have done to make this a more productive debate you know obviously setting better ground rules would have been one of them and 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 
I think to mention the obvious, this was clearly set up to benefit DeSantis. I mean, the questions that 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 Hannity asked were, you know, uh, what the gas prices are low in Florida and the gas prices are high in California. Why is that, Mr. Governor? You know, the people are leaving California to go to Florida. Why is that, Mr. Governor? Unemployment is lower. I mean, across the board, right? That was the whole point was his setups were Hannity-esque, which means, you know, highly biased. And uh, which, which, I mean, Gavin Newsom had to expect that. So maybe you say, well, the, the framework was not a traditional debate in terms of fairness. Yeah, but if I'm Gavin Newsom, I'm stuck with a problem. I can either deny the truth or I can admit the truth and try to explain why it's not so bad. And he did a lot more of the former and not the latter. Now, I think DeSantis did a little bit of evading, too. Um, you know, like when Gavin Newsom brings up, well, you closed down the state and you had border checkpoints in COVID. That's true. And what DeSantis should have said, this I, see, I always respect when somebody will say something like the following. You know what? That's right. In the beginning, we weren't sure how bad this was. We were trying our best to adapt to a highly fluid situation. And I did do that. I mean, do you remember like I-10 had a checkpoint on it? Lillian Highway did not, so people learned to drive through Lillian Highway because to avoid the I-10 checkpoint. Closing down bars, that's true. Closing down beaches, now that was local, that was not the state, okay? Um, so I, I respect it when somebody says, oh, you know what, you're right about that, and here's also what's true. The person who will not admit when they made a mistake is a terrifying person. Now, I know there's this attitude in politics like I can never make a mistake, um, but it, again, I'm just saying, speaking for Andrew, Okay, you want credibility with me? Admit your mistakes when you make them or admit the things that don't work best to your side's point of view. Because not only is it honest and human and like kind of Christian, you know, to be a little bit humble and to accept the failures that you've got. You know, you're not perfect. Nobody is just one person. Right. And you're not him. Um, but also it's a great persuasion strategy. When your opponent says something that's true, that's bad for your side, admit it. Yep, you're right about that. We did that wrong. Because then they're like, yeah, you did. <laughs> I mean, what, what do you do at that point? That's good in relationships. That's good in, in fact, can I tell you, this is, this is not really a secret, but this, is, this might be helpful to somebody. If you get yourself in a conversation with somebody where it's going to be a disagreement, uh, that could be with a kid, that could be with a spouse, that could be with a boss, that could be with, it doesn't matter. A, a friend over beers, it doesn't matter. Uh, if you can make their critique of you before they make it, that's a great way to win because it defangs their capacity to make the critique. It makes you look fair. In fact, if you can say it so well that you say it better than they say it, I mean, that's seriously, that's a very, very effective persuasion strategy because then what you're doing is you're winning the person and you're showing yourself to be fair and reasonable as opposed to, you know, I'm always right. I never make mistakes, you know, and the things that you say that are wrong about my side, I'm not even going to acknowledge them. Again, the game is there with rules, and some people just don't play much by these rules. Now, I admit we live in a culture where not playing by the rules of reasoning and logic and evidence and you know honesty are not sure that's super highly favored these days, but I still have my naive hope. <laughs> I, still, I still have a hope that maybe if people would do it more that way, You'd 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 win more of these conversations, you'd grow smarter. Uh, you know, maybe if we just do one little old radio show in Pensacola on a daily basis, and try, though we fail, to live up to that standard, uh, we'll succeed. I'll, I'll give you an example. Okay, I'll admit a mistake. Uh, the other day, when we were talking about the uh, the Osprey that went down in Japan that we still don't quite know the status of other than one person has died, 
I don't know. My brain clicked off, and for some reason, I made the comment. I said all of these people, the, the pilot for sure, and then the maintainer, somebody reminded me, would have trained here at NAS Pensacola because I was thinking of the Marines. I wasn't thinking about the fact that the Air Force also, of course, flies Ospreys. I mean, first sow at Herbert. You know, I've actually toured that facility. I should know better. My brain just blocked off the fact that they might not have been trained here because they might be Air Force. Well, of course, it turns out it is Air Force, and so that connection to us locally isn't quite the same. Now, in sympathy, in the flight community, and all of that, and I'm not saying that Air Force lives matter less than I'm. Not, I'm just saying, as a fact matter, I made that mistake on the air, and so here I, you know, acknowledge it, admit it, say say you made a mistake. That's how you get and preserve credibility, at least in my opinion. Seven twenty three on News Radio ninety two three, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. Here's today's strength for life with your host, Pastor James C. Johnson. The Bible is truly the most amazing book ever written. Its words are not just inspirational, but are inspired by God. It's the only book that is completely error-free from cover to cover. The 66 books, the 1,189 chapters, are a love letter from God to you. The single storyline of redemption was penned by 40 different human authors, each one guided by the divine Holy Spirit. Joshua 1.8 encourages us to meditate on the Word of God day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Ladies and gentlemen, I encourage you to take time today to read your Bible. That was James C. Johnson. He serves as the pastor of North Stone Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website, strengthforlife.church. Splash Magazine covers the coast like the Gulf of Mexico. Each month, Splash Magazine offers a calendar of events, plus tips on where to shop, dine, and play. Learn about the month's special events, live entertainment, and interesting local people. Learn how to catch fish with Captain Dave Yelverton. See what is worth watching on your streaming services. Tom Nolan will tell you the latest. Find out how to dress for the changing Florida weather with Jen Wells. Get the most out of the Emerald Coast by reading Splash Magazine each month. For more information, call Gulf Breeze News at 850-932-8986 or visit gulfbreezenews.com online. Advertising, marketing, digital marketing, these are words you hear a lot about. But what exactly do they mean? How do you get started? Where do you get started? Well, you could start by tuning in to the Pensacola Expert Panel, Monday morning at 1030. Join me, Tasca King. I'll show you how to navigate the changing and fast-growing landscape of digital advertising. Monday morning at 1030 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Here are the News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 contest rules. You can win one prize per household per contest in any 30-day period, unless specified by individual contest rules. All prizes on News Radio 923 AM1620 are non-transferable, non-redeemable for cash, or exchangeable for any other prize. News Radio 923 AM1620 prizes must be redeemed within a 30-day period of winning. For a complete list of rules, visit newsradio923.com. This is Lindsay and Chill Out Cryo Spa wishing you a wonderful Christmas and Happy New Year. Well, in a few weeks, Cat Country celebrates their 20th anniversary. And on behalf of the Appleyard Agency, who's been around over 60 years, we want to wish you the happy anniversary and the best holidays possible. We love our partnership with Cat Country. This is Heather Hurst with DR Horton wishing a wonderful Christmas and a Happy New Year. 
News Radio Pensacola. He's on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio Pensacola. Informative, local, dependable. You've been busted. You lost your qualifications as section leader three times. Put in hack twice by me. With a history of high-speed passes over five air-controlled towers and one admiral's daughter. Penny Benjamin. Good morning, 727 News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. Jake has got our traffic. Jake? Well, if you're headed through Molino this morning, Highway 97 in front of Molino Elementary is backed up in both directions as the kids get dropped off. Uh, Making matters worse in that area, though, the traffic light at the Highway 29 Atmore cutoff is stuck uh, green going north and south on Highway 29. So if you're trying to get across Highway 29 to get over to the elementary school, Mm. it's going to be a little rough because you're just not going to get any light help there. Uh, I-10 and I-110, though, checking in clear. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze, Navarre, and Winhaven, no slowdowns. Uh, Highway 90 through Milton and Pace is flowing smoothly. If you see anything else out there, let us know. 437-1620 is our traffic tip line. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. And, and can I just add one thing to what you said that um, I know you guys are super awesome at sending us in, like, traffic tips to help everybody else know what's going on with traffic, and we totally appreciate that but there's another dimension of that that i don't you may not realize so somebody sent this note in about highway 29 the atmore cutoff and my first thing that i did other than say hey jake do you see this yeah i did okay and then i took a picture of it and i sent it to chris phillips who's the traffic director for escambia county and he's like oh thanks man because if i if you send us a traffic note that is like something's malfunctioning you know a light's not working or whatever the first thing that I will do is I'll send it to uh, Chris or in Santa Rosa County or I mean, I'll sometimes send it to West Moreno. So if you want to actually get it fixed, send it to me and I'll send it to the people who need to hear it. You know, like I, that's part of what happens whenever these traffic notes come in, if they're things that are malfunctioning. So I appreciate that. And all the other drivers appreciate that you've helped kind of facilitate that process. 729 News Radio 92.3. Uh, David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? The House is poised to vote today on whether to expel George Santos from Congress. This will be the third time this year the House has voted on Santos's expulsion. This comes after a House Ethics Committee found evidence that Santos violated federal law by misusing campaign funds. He's also indicted on 23 felony charges. Uh, So far, though, he has not been convicted of anything. Google expected to begin deleting inactive accounts today, including photos, calendars, emails, contacts, uh, drive documents. The company says it's an effort to protect users from security threats. Log in and send an email. That's what they say will protect your account. And also, if you have uploaded like YouTube videos or something, it should be fine. Uh, What is it, two years, they say? Yes. And the first ones they're going to purge are ones that were opened and nothing has ever happened on that account, I think, is the first ones they're going to go. So, But, yeah, if you're concerned about an old Gmail account that you've got, just log in and send an email. You should be good. Absolutely. And uh, SpaceX getting ready for another Falcon 9 launch this morning, but not a Starlink mission today. Uh, 25 spacecraft being sent into orbit, including a Korean spy satellite, South Korean spy satellite. All right. Very good. David, thanks so much for the update. 437-1620, the USO.
Uh, 5K on the runway at Pensacola International Airport is coming up. Registered participants get a T-shirt, race bib, uh, timing, and a fantastic finisher's medal. Proceeds benefit the USO of Northwest Florida. For more information on the USO, visit Northwest Florida USO and to learn about sponsorship as well. Coming up, we'll talk to uh, Kate Meehan, our pop culture editor, about what's going on in the world we only pay attention to for a few minutes on Friday. Fox News, I'm C.J. Papa. Thick black smoke seen at times over Gaza signaling the ceasefire between Israel and Hamas is over. We're also hearing automatic gunfire, a sign of clashes on the ground. Remember, there could be thousands of Israeli soldiers there. The strongest strikes have been in the southern part of the Gaza Strip. That is a Hamas stronghold. That's Fox's Greg Polka in Tel Aviv. Secretary of State Antony Blinken. Around the world. 700 million people are chronically undernourished. Speaking earlier today at the U.N. climate change event in Dubai, President Biden isn't going, but he was in the holiday spirit. Five, four, three, two, one. The lighting of the National Christmas tree at the White House. America was listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 731 at News Radio 92.3, 70 degrees right now. It is mostly cloudy in Pensacola this morning. The Escambia County Animal Shelter kicking off their Empty the Shelter Pet Adoption event today. That'll run through December 17th. You can adopt older dogs and cats without the usual adoption fee. County Administrator Wes Moreno praising county staff for getting involved in things like this. It does. John Robinson is... Man, I tell you, he's, he's one of the best. He's the best of the best. He's very creative. Uh, he gets a lot of these initiatives. He gets involved in a lot of these initiatives uh, as far as trying to empty the shelters, keep the shelters manageable, keep the shelter manageable with the number of animals that we have over there. And uh, Moreno praising John Robinson. That's the head of the Escambia County Department of Animal Welfare. During the Empty the Shelters event, dogs and cats that are older than one year won't have an adoption fee. There is still a $50 fee for uh, puppies, a $25 fee for kittens, and every animal has an $11 county licensing fee. The Escambia County Animal Shelter is located at 200 West Fairfield Drive. You can also see all of the animals they have available uh, at 23PetConnect.com. The state attorney's office says a Pensacola man will spend 15 years in prison after what was his 16th felony conviction. 44-year-old Bunny Brown was arrested in May of last year after a high-speed chase. He was found guilty of fleeing and eluding. Prosecutors say Brown was driving over 65 miles an hour through residential neighborhoods. Prior convictions included kidnapping, aggravated assault, and drug possession. Is Gambia County looking for public input on how to use money obtained through the National Opioid Settlement. The survey can be completed online at myscambia.com. It can be uh, downloaded, printed, and emailed to uh, homelessness at myscambia.com, or you can uh, fill it out after printing it and uh, drop it off at any county library or community center. Constitutional amendments that would legalize recreational marijuana and allow abortion until fetal viability would both pass in Florida, that at least according to a University of North Florida poll. The abortion one we have at 62% support, 29% oppose, which is significant because in Florida you need to get to 60% plus one in order for these constitutional amendments to pass. UNF pollster Michael Binder, he says 67% of Floridians would likely give thumbs up to an, an amendment to legalize recreational marijuana. 
Florida's Ron DeSantis and California's Governor's Gavin Newsom uh, held a red versus blue state debate last night. Many issues came up, including book bans. Governor DeSantis held up a book that he called pornography. So this is a book that's in some of the schools in California. Florida, this is not consistent with our standards, called Gender Queer. I, it's, some of it's blacked out. You would not probably be able to put this on air. This is pornography. It's cartoons. It's aimed at children. Newsom claimed that Florida and other conservative states used book bans as a, quote, cultural sword. That debate was held last night. Of course, it was broadcast on Fox News and aired here on News Radio 92.3. Uh, several other issues came up as well. The economy, taxes, gun control. They even talked a little bit about Disney. A medical device being blamed for disrupting school yesterday in Brevard County. Melbourne police say a suspicious package was reported yesterday morning after somebody heard a beeping noise coming from a trash can at the at a uh, junior and senior high school there. The sheriff's office bomb squad was called in to investigate and the school was evacuated, but the package turned out to be a diabetic monitor that somebody had thrown away. 735 at News Radio 923. And let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Jake, what are you seeing? Okay, I'm, I'm scrambling here because this map is starting to turn red and yellow like those McDonald's straws that we talk about sometimes. Uh, uh, just, you know, in front of all the elementary schools like uh, Molino, uh, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, also, uh, Ferry Pass Elementary, just all the major school zone spots. Just be aware of those this morning because they're starting to to see our normal congestion. If you're uh, headed through Molino, Highway 97 in front of Molino Elementary is backed up in both directions as the kids get dropped off. But making matters really bad in that area this morning, uh, the traffic light at Highway 29, the Atmore cutoff, is stuck green uh, going north and south. Uh, so if you're on Highway 29, uh, you know, that, that light is going to stay green for you. And if you're on Highway 97 trying to get across Highway 29 in either direction, it's going to be a little dicey until they get, uh, till crews get on the scene and fix that light and get it operating uh, uh, regularly. Um, uh, Scenic Highway I'm seeing on the map here uh, between East Olive Road. Uh, and Highway 90. So if you're headed eastbound on Scenic Highway uh, from Highway 90 towards East Olive Road, uh, both directions, it's really slow there right now. I'm not seeing an accident reported on the map, uh, but I'm going to do some more uh, investigation. If anybody's in that area, send me a text. Let me know what's going on. Uh, Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre and Winhaven, no slowdowns this morning. Uh, also, Highway 90 through um, uh, Milton uh, through Pace uh, leading to Scenic Highway. You're looking good. Uh, this traffic report is brought to you by Knox Pest Control. Their family serving your family since 1929. For information on a free pest or termite quote, visit knoxpest.com. Knox knocks them out. Thank you for all your traffic tips this morning. 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Thank you very much, Jake. 737. And now a look at our Channel 3 forecast. Warmer and humid weather has arrived here to northwest Florida with low temperatures in the mid to upper 60s the next couple of days and highs will be in the 70s through Sunday. Rain chances are here too. We'll have a decent chance of showers and thunderstorms throughout the day and evening hours here on Friday. Keep an umbrella close by. But the highest chance for rain absolutely has to be overnight into Saturday morning. So that's when you need to be most weather aware. Lingering showers will continue through the day on Saturday and into Sunday. That's your weather forecast. I'm meteorologist Joseph Neubauer here at WEAR News. And right now seeing a lot of clouds in the sky at 72 in pensacola 72 in gulf breeze 69 in milton our next news at eight breaking news anytime i'm david wayne news radio 92.3 i'm dom savino with your money now 
This year, demand for weight loss drugs has skyrocketed, so much so that patients are scrambling to find alternative and sometimes dangerous versions. The maker of the two most prominent legitimate treatments is going after some of those secondary makers. Novo Nordisk has sued two Florida-based compounding pharmacies for allegedly selling impure, potentially unsafe drugs, claiming to contain the same active ingredient as Novo's approved treatments, Wegovi and Ozempic. We keep hearing that consumers are watching their spending more closely, but shoppers are still spending on makeup and other beauty products. Reporting quarterly results after yesterday's market close, Ulta Beauty says revenue rose more than 6% year-over-year to nearly $2.5 billion. It also raised its full-year forecast for both earnings and revenue. On Wall Street, futures have turned lower as the market comes off its best month of the year. Yesterday, the Dow surged 520 points. That's your money now. Marcus Point Baptist Church invites you to a Christmas celebration for the whole family. The spirit of Christmas has been a Pensacola tradition over the past 30 years. This year, our special guest will be Joe Kennedy, the praying coach. While we're celebrating, your kids will have a blast with our kids' ministry, plus a free meal for the whole family. It's all happening December 10th at 10 a.m. at any of our three campuses in Pensacola, Beulah, and North Pace. For more information, visit PensacolaChurch.org. The Port of Pensacola is more than just a name. It's a powerhouse of economic opportunities, a strategic location that sparks growth and prosperity, contributing significantly to the local and regional economy with 23 incredible businesses that call this port home. Big names like C-Max Materials, GE Wind Energy, and soon the prestigious American Magic Sailing Team. Since 1754, the Port of Pensacola has been the driving force behind Northwest Florida's economic success. Explore more at portofpensacola.com. Pensacola businesses are estimated to lose over $20,000 to cybercrimes this month. I'm Nathan with Data Revolution, and this is your Cybersecurity Tip of the Month. Confirming any change to a financial transaction with a phone call can save time, embarrassment, and especially money when dealing with would-be criminals. Businesses along the Gulf Coast trust Data Revolution for their cybersecurity and communications needs. Visit datarevs.com for more information. Do you want to stay up to date on the latest news, weather, and traffic, but don't have a radio nearby? Then you need to download our new app. With the News Radio Pensacola app, you can get text alerts for breaking news, severe weather, and traffic delays. Plus, customize your alerts so you only get the information you need. It's easy to sign up for text alerts. Just download our app, create an account, and select the alerts you want to receive. You can even change your settings at any time. So what are you waiting for? Download the News Radio Pensacola app today and start getting text alerts. Uh, that's good stuff. 741 here on News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Kate Meehan is our pop culture editor at DailyBoom.net. Joins us on Fridays, most Fridays at this time, to talk about pop culture. Uh, Kate, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News. Good morning. Good morning. So, uh, let's start with, because you and I talked about it last week, and I want to kind of find out where we are. I have not really been tracking the story with Diddy, but uh, I did see that he has now resigned, I guess, as the chairman of Revolt. Have there been more women come forward? Where where does this kind of stand right now? 
There are definitely rumblings. There are, um, you know, there's people, media people going back and digging up old interviews, old footage from people that were close to him. Um, things that were said, accusations that were made that nobody gave any, any credibility to back in the day, and all kinds of things are coming out. There's also been a lot that's come out about the girl group that he had put together for making the bands called Danity Kane, and his old bodyguard, um, a woman that worked as his assistant, several people came out and said that you know, his goal was to put them on TV, but also to drug them up and traffic them and sell them oh, to God. his friends. So and and some of the girls have spoken out because basically what was trying he was trying to do behind the scenes amounted to that so they've kind of verified it. Um, what is interesting though is that it was presumed that Cassie, while she took the deal, she didn't sign an NDA, and now we found that the New York law has changed in the last couple of weeks. So if somebody has filed a harassment charge against you and and you know taken you to court and gone through all the motions. If you deal out and you decide to pay them off, you cannot force them to sign an NDA. You can pay them, but you can't shut them up. So she has not signed an NDA, which means she can tell her story wherever she pleases, as she pleases, if she chooses to. And it seems to be thought that she's actually going to, at some point, start to talk. Wow. And I did not know the law had changed like that. And since she has come forward after the law changed, there wouldn't be like an ex post facto or a breach of contract kind of issue in that. And that, I love that. I love that you cannot force somebody or even get them enforce an NDA after yeah. you make a settlement. I mean, I get why somebody would still pay off because they think it's cheaper than a court would rule, but um, that allows the truth to come out in spite of the payment. So, wow. Yeah. And God, some of that stuff is just awful to think about. We also have um, Shannon Doherty, who has said that cancer has spread significantly, but she's still doing stuff, right? Yeah, I think people like to hear the updates on her because you don't get one too often. But she is still fighting, and not just fighting, but finding a way to still work and thrive to some degree, which makes her sort of an example. So um, she has a new podcast coming out. And that's going to be through iHeart. And, you know, she's doing a little bit of promotion for that. And she has interviews and things coming up. And, and at the same time, she's conver- confirmed that, you know, a couple months back, she had said that the cancer had spread to her brain. And it, now it has spread to her bones. So her health mm. is declining, but she's still working and still thriving in at least that part of her life, which is interesting. You know, it's, it's also not what we expect to happen. We expect people to kind of go away. Right. So it's nice to see. That doesn't have to be the case. We uh, we had a, a couple of really weird news incidents this week. Um, I don't know if we'll get to be able to talk about all of them, but one was that Robert De Niro was going to give a speech at an award ceremony, and Apple, the makers of the movie that he was representing, censored his speech that he was going to rip on Trump about, and they changed it on the teleprompter at the last minute. Do I basically have this right? Yeah, he was at the Gotham Awards and um, had a speech put together, and there was a rip on Trump. There was also a rip on the entertainment industry that probably had some shreds of truth to it, and they did. As he was giving the speech, they, they censored him, and he spoke out immediately after the speech was over with. He went on the record to say, these were not my words. They cut my words out, and you know it's important that people realize that you know, censorship is alive and well, and even at live events, when 
you're being, you know, spoon fed what you're supposed to say. There's always somebody that can change your words and, and change the tone of what you're trying to deliver. I can only imagine how, first of all, it'd be very disconcerting if you didn't know the changes had been made and you're supposed to read the teleprompter or whatever. And all of a sudden you're like, this is not, this is not my beautiful house. These are not my beautiful words. You know, what's going on? Give me a big suit and let me fall down in the water. But just what a bizarre circumstance. And for Apple to, you know, censor him like that was weird too. The other weird story is this. the, The story about who asked the question about Archie's race and skin color and I guess, what is it, a Dutch publisher came out with a version of the tell-all that included the names of Kate Middleton and Charles II, but then because there's a libel law, it was not supposed to be in the book, and so it came out, but it didn't come out, and Piers Morgan had publicized it, and so now the allegation is that it was Kate and the King who asked the weird question about his skin tone. Does this basically right? Dude. If we were asked, we would have put money on Camilla, right? Right. We would have put money on Camilla. And it apparently was not her. And you know what, though? I feel almost bad for thinking that because you know what? She knows what it's like to be the black sheep in that family. She knows what it's like to be judged by them. So I almost feel guilty thinking it would have been her because it makes sense that it actually wouldn't have been. But yeah, Charles, of course, but Kate Middleton wrote a letter to Charles asking what they were going to do and, you know, what his thoughts were. And I think that's shocking, but it also explains a lot of the conflicts between her and Megan. Yeah. Yeah. A lot lot of it. So do you, do you, a lot of the the bad reactions and everything. It totally makes it make sense. So do you, I mean, do you take away from this that, Kate was just asking a question that she didn't realize had racial implications, or do you take away from this that, oh, no, that Kate, I mean, you know, she's... I don't know that she has a racial issue, but but the, the monarchy is known for being very racist over the years, over the, the you know, bajillion years. That is their legacy. So it would certainly come into play, and she might have been looking for guidance on how to proceed, we don't know that she would actually approve of that line of thinking, so we got to give her a little bit of room there. Agreed. She might have just been asking because she's a very by-the-book, don't-make-a-mistake kind of royal where she doesn't want to make them look bad. So she might have just been looking for some guidance. But, you know, the racial implications are all over that family history. Yeah. So it was certainly tabled and... Yeah, okay. I, I'm, I was stunned when I saw it was her. I, I was too. I thought, oh my God. I mean, King Charles, is a pff, no duh. <laughs> right? That didn't surprise me at all. Well, Kate Meehan is yeah. our pop culture editor at dailyboom.net, joins us on a Friday. Kate, as always, thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Absolutely. All right, Jake's got traffic for us. How do things look, Jake? All right. Well, if you're in Molino this morning, especially if you're going by Molino Elementary on Highway 97, it's going to be a little backed up in both directions. Uh, but making matters worse in that area this morning, the traffic light at uh, Highway 29 Atmore Cutoff is stuck green uh, going north and south. So if you're uh, on Highway 97 trying to get across Highway 29 in Molino this morning, it's, it's please use caution at that intersection until crews can get that fixed. Highway 98 westbound through Tiger Point uh, all the way up to proper is slow going, starting before the light at Avalon Garcon Point. Uh, scenic Drive in both directions a little slow at Addison Drive. 
Um, crews are replacing a guardrail, um, so uh, just just be careful going through there. Just a little bit of a slowdown in that spot. If you have traffic info to report this morning, 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. As you're driving around this morning, I have a question for you. Do you love that car? Do you love it? And because if you're kind of like, don't ask me that question. Okay, no, but, you know, be honest with yourself because, look, every car goes through this progression, right? You love it, and then you love it, and then you like it, and then you endure it, and then you don't love it, and then you eventually you're like, man, this car, right? Okay, and if you're in any of the latter phases of that progression, we'll get a different car. You deserve it. Seriously, you deserve it. And you know how it goes, right? You talk yourself out of getting a, a different car because even though you're paying more money on repairs— and even though it's more and more aggravating to you every day, you put it off because nobody wants to go car shopping. I mean, if you like to go car shopping, you're super weird, and that's fine. Great for you. But most people hate the experience of it. So Frontier Motors, I just I recommend them, not only because of great selection, good prices, good cars, good people. They The way they do business will make it less awful <laughs> than it would otherwise be. I can't promise you're going to enjoy it. You know, maybe you will. I mean, we kind of actually did. Um, but at least you'll hate it less and you'll get a great car and then you can finally kind of be happy in the car that you drive around in every single day all the time right which you deserve that so find a good replacement frontier motors serving the pensacola community for more than 25 years right behind the big buffalo on beverly parkway be sure to tell them andrew mckay says hi are you missing out? Affiliated Insurance is here to help. Nine million people are now eligible for low-cost health insurance. For some, much lower. Four out of five people pay $10 or less a month. Didn't qualify for assistance in the past year? You may now. Some people even qualify for plans as low as $0 a month. Why not you? Call 850-477-5840 to schedule an appointment with your Florida Blue agent today. Policies have limitations. Health insurance from Blue Cross and Blue Shield Florida, Inc. BBA Florida Blue. Fall is a great time of the year for gardening, whether it's fertilizing the lawn, pruning, planting shrubs, and of course, winter vegetables. This is Mike Quiggins. If you've got fall gardening questions, we've got the answers on the News Radio Garden Line every Tuesday morning at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. And if you miss us on Tuesday, then catch the Encore Edition every Saturday morning at 9. Presented by Pensacola Hardware, Blue Sky Landscaping, Barnes Feed Store, and Lucky's Pine Straw. The Pensacola Christmas Concert is back on News Radio 92.3. It's 24 hours of Christmas music from you, Pensacola. Local churches, local bands, local musicians, all right here on News Radio 92.3, all Christmas Day. We have music from the Pensacola Children's Chorus, the Pensacola Civic Band, Olive Baptist Church, the Perdido Brass, and more. And if you'd like your music to be part of the Pensacola Christmas Concert, send an email to christmas at newsradio923.com. Pensacola right now, it's like headline news for radio. Every day, 4 to 7, on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. What are we going to do? The question isn't what are we going to do. The question is what aren't we going to do. All right, say it with me now. You ready? Please don't say we're not going to take the car back. Please don't say we're not going to take the car back. Please don't say we're not going to take the car back. If you had access to a car like this, would you take it back right away? Neither would I. 753 here on News Radio 92.3. Come on now. You surely, you surely know all of these, I hope. And if you don't, well, 
go back and watch. Um, so Elon Musk and the Cybertruck, right? That's been sort of the story because, you know, it's out now. Finally, and- the future will look like the future. Okay, well, it's weird looking. I'll give him that much. But did you hear the other comments from Elon Musk this week? Oh, my God. What this advertising boycott is, uh, is, is going to do, it's, it's going to kill the company. And you think that the company... I, I, but, and the whole world will know that those advertisers killed the company. But that's super reassuring if you're an owner of Twitter stock. <laughs> it's going to kill the company. And that wasn't even the bad part. Oh, where is it? Come on now. I, I hope today. they stop. You hope... Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go f*** yourself. What? What? But... I love this. He says that, and the, and the guy who's interviewing him is like, but <laughs> he totally doesn't know what to say. Go f*** yourself. Go yourself. <laughs> is that clear? Uh, I hope it is. Somewhat, Crystal. Pretty hey, clear. Bob. If you're in the audience. Oh, yeah, hi, Bob. He's saying hi to Bob Iger. <laughs> hey, Bob. If you're in the audience. Well, well, let me ask you then. That's how I feel. Don't about- advertise. Don't advertise. Wow. Um, now, I did think it was sort of entertaining. Uh, I've told you I really like uh, Michelle Fox, who's over on The Daily Show this week, although only this week. Uh, you know, she has some funny comments. Here's what she thought about all that. You're not a victim here, Elon. It's not blackmail to not advertise on Twitter. They don't want anything from you. They, don't, they just don't like you. And you should be used to this by now. If you, don't, if you don't donate money to the KKK, the KKK isn't like, ah, so it's blackmail, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. You just suck. Also, blackmail is the KKK's least favorite type of mail. <laughs> blackmail is the KKK's least favorite. That's, see, she's funny. 755 News Radio 92.3. Jake's got traffic oh, on the man, fives. That was, that was good. Uh, if you're headed through Molino this morning, Highway 97, uh, as it as it crosses Highway 29, the Atmore cutoff, the light is stuck in green uh, mode there going north and south on Highway uh, 29. So if you're trying to get across Highway 29 on Highway 97, like if you're going towards uh, Molino Elementary, uh, it's it's going to be dicey at that intersection. So please use caution. Highway 98 westbound through Tiger Point, uh, slow going starting before the light at Avalon Garcon Point, uh, stretching all the way up to proper. Uh, scenic Drive in both directions at Addison Drive. Uh, crews are replacing a guardrail uh, right there. So just uh, slow go through there. Um, this report is brought to you by Executive Landscaping. Big enough to get the job done, yet small enough to care. Call 250-3756 for a no-hassle estimate. That's 250-3756 for Executive Landscaping. Text 437-1620 if you have any traffic tips this morning. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. Oh, somebody texted in and corrected me. I'd forgotten about this, that Twitter stock is not even public anymore. It's privately traded. Tra- like, he... He bought it all, so he owns it all. So when he says don't advertise and, um, you know, I don't care, let let the company go down in flames, and uh, he, he really is telling everybody, go yourself. <laughs> I mean, you know, I guess when you've – what is his net worth? $250 billion? Somewhere in that vicinity? Isn't that about right? I seem to recall that 
Twitter at forty billion was about a you know a fifth of his net worth, something like that. All right, David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David. Well, today is World AIDS Day in 1988. The first World AIDS Day was recognized in a number of countries around the world. Uh, an estimated 39 million people are living with HIV. After a seven-day ceasefire, the truce is now over between Israel and Hamas. The Israeli military uh, says that they have resumed combat in Gaza amid claims that Hamas violated the truce and fired a rocket into Israeli territory. And uh, NBA star LeBron James' son, Bronny James, has now been cleared to return to the basketball court. Of course, he collapsed during a workout four months ago and suffered cardiac arrest. After a final evaluation by the University of Southern California, he's now officially cleared to begin his freshman season. Very good, David. Thanks so much for the update. Uh, Nikki Haley, we haven't talked about her a lot, but... She had some really good comments earlier in the week, which are very relevant to the resumption of hostilities in Gaza right now. When you look now and they talk about a two-state solution, every day that I was at the United Nations, it was never Israel opposing a two-state solution. It was always the Palestinians and Iran opposing a two-state solution. They never wanted that because they want to eliminate Israel altogether. So a two-state solution is not a true conversation because if you've ever talked to them, they don't want it. The Palestinians don't want a two-state solution. What I think Israel should do and what I think America should do, we should support whatever Israel thinks will keep them safe. And so you're hearing these reports right now that, uh, you know, Hamas restarted the hostilities and, of course, Israel responded. I don't think any of this is a surprise. I do continue to think it's bizarre that news organizations pretend like presenting this story equally is, well, they said they did it and they said they did it without doing any filtering of, you know, who's more reliable on on these matters historically. 92.3, and AM 1620, News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Gulf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.